values, and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. Hey, thanks for being here this morning. As uh, we want informed voters, uh, KTAR.com slash Arizona Votes is where you can go and hear all of our candidate interviews as we sprint toward this general election. I- I'm sure when I say we sprint, I'm sure the candidates feel like it's been a marathon. Joining us right now is Senate candidate Blake Masters. Hey, Blake, welcome to the show. It's good to talk to you. Always good to chat, Mike. Thank you. Um, let's talk about the primary first. Let's put a bow on that, and then we'll move forward to what's happening in this election cycle. Uh, talk about the primary process. It gets very contentious, as it does many times. Uh, are you confident that you're able to rebuild and mend those fences to make sure you get full support from the party? Oh, yeah, I think so. You know, it, it was definitely a spirited, hard-fought primary. But, um, you know, of course it is. I think that most of us, actually all of us primary candidates, we all believe in, you know, so many of the key fundamentals. you got to secure the border. we got to stop this crazy inflation. We have to stop the, the crazy weaponization of the government that Biden has presided over. And so, look, if someone supported a different primary candidate, hey, that's good. That guy probably had good ideas, right? But but I won, and now it's just time to uh, unite the Republican Party, attract those independents that we need to go and spread this message that the Democrats have failed, Mark Kelly has failed, and when we get that message out, I'm just very sure that we'll win in November. And so that was my next question, was the independent voters. We have such a huge number of independent voters here, and it's a, it's a very quickly growing list. I don't think they've compromised their principles. They just kind of have given up on some party allegiance. What do you say to those, or how is the messaging different, or is it different to independent voters? I mean, I'll still be talking about the wide-open southern border every day, the border crisis that Biden and Kelly have caused, and inflation, right? And, and so my message to independents is, like, look around. Do you like what you see? If you think things are great, uh, you think Mark Kelly's doing a great job, hey, you know, you could you could go that way. Uh, I think we need a change. I think 90% of Americans, 90% of Arizonans know that we need a change. Um, it, it, it hasn't worked, and the Democrats have delivered nothing but pay off, or, uh, pain and chaos, right? And so what do you do when you're going in the wrong direction? You turn around. This is a throw the bums out kind of year. We need new leadership. And I think independents know that just as much as Republicans. So let's ask. um, Let me ask a question about um, why am I hearing? I'm hearing music. Sorry about that. I'm hearing music in the the background. Um, So let me ask you about um, the the bill that was just signed, the the Inflation uh, Reduction Act. What does this do to the campaign? What message do you take to the people with Mark Kelly signing on to that? First of all, it's so Orwellian, right? The Inflation Reduction Act. Anytime the Democrats name a bill that, you can basically guarantee it's going to do the opposite. This is a tax and spend bill. It's going to make inflation even worse. Um, it's hard to know even which part to zero in on. You know, today, I think I'll release a video just talking about Mark Kelly just voted for 87,000 new IRS agents. He wants to double the size of the IRS in a recession. So just more tax collectors to come after you and harass you and me. Um, but he won't vote for more border patrol you know their priorities are exactly backwards and uh this bill is gonna it's gonna hurt arizonans it's gonna hurt americans it's just that simple isn't it and i, I that's the eighty-seven thousand agents that seems to be now as everybody's looked at the tax increases and looked at everything else that's in this bill every small business owner in arizona i've talked with has so afraid of this now this huge expansion of the irs what is this going to mean for small businesses not just the big billion dollar corporations 
Well, that's right. And unfortunately, you can't trust that this won't be weaponized. You know, uh, Obama weaponized the IRS against conservatives, against Tea Party groups. Look at this crazy FBI raid against, you know, President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. Um, everybody has a bad feeling because we know that these 87,000 IRS agents, they're not going to go after progressive Democrats. They're going to go after Republicans. They're going to go after independents. They're going to go after small businesses who are just trying to make it through Joe Biden and Mark Kelly's recession. Um, it, just to call it unfair would be an understatement. This is the weaponization of the bureaucracy against normal, everyday Americans. I'm tired of it. Let's talk about that FBI raid. Have you had an opportunity to speak with President Trump about the raid? Have you had a conversation since this happened? I haven't. I haven't yet. And I don't even know what I'd say. It's just like, this is so crazy. This is unprecedented. This has never happened in American history. Um, Politics is always rough and tumble. There's always sharp elbows. But to see Joe Biden instruct his DOJ, and Biden knew about this. There's no way Biden wouldn't have known and approved of this. To see Joe Biden instruct his DOJ to persecute uh, a a political adversary, it's downright un-American. So as we move toward November, uh, we know that Mark Kelly has a huge war chest of money. How do you offset that? Is it just fundraising the same way? Do you have to be a little smarter with the way you do things? Are you going to be able to catch him in spending? Won't catch him in spending. Um, we don't need to catch him in spending. We need to raise a lot of money. That's true. I think I made uh, about 100 phone calls yesterday. So I'm working my tail off. We're going to raise money. We're going to use that money uh, more wisely and smarter. But it's true. Mark Kelly's got a giant war chest, and he will use it to tell lies. He'll tell lies about me. He'll try to assassinate my character. Um, and he'll tell lies about his own record. All of a sudden, he's pretending to be concerned about inflation and pretending to be tough on border security. You see these same television ads that I do. But he He's got to lie with that money. All we have to do is raise enough to get the message out to tell the truth, which is Mark Kelly votes in lockstep for the failed Joe Biden agenda. And here's what we got to do instead. And when we can get that message out, I'm quite sure that even being outspent by this uh, Democrat machine, voters are going to come to my side. We're going to take back the Senate seat. All right. So the last question I have is whether it's the House or the Senate, nobody can do it alone. You have to build a consensus. You have to build a team of people that work together. Uh, How do you do that? How do you go to Washington, D.C., where sometimes it feels like it's everyone for themselves? How do you build a coalition of other senators that are like minded to get an agenda that you think is good for America pushed forward through the Senate? We just have to make that a priority. You know, my message as a conservative outsider to D.C. is, hey, the way you guys have been doing stuff doesn't work. Politics, as usual, doesn't work. Maybe you're comfortable in D.C., but people back in Arizona, um, they're suffering under this politics, as usual, Joe Biden tax and spend regime. And so, no, I'm going to work with Senator Hawley and Ted Cruz. Right. And uh, and, and we'll loop in Rand Paul and Tom Cotton. We have a lot of, of great ones. Um Unfortunately, it's not 50. It's like 10 or 15. But but it starts with a few of us. We will uh, we will we will get a snowball effect going. And I think we can get a lot less done in one year. We can just block Joe Biden. But we can get a lot more done in six years or 10 years than people think. But we have to reset right now because Biden and Mark Kelly are dragging us in the wrong direction. All right. If people want to learn more about your campaign and where you stand on more of the issues, how can they find you online, a website, whether or social media? Which is the best way? Very simple. Just go to BlakeMasters.com. Blake, it's great to talk with you, and I hope you'll come back soon. 
Absolutely. All Thanks, right. Sir. Thanks. That's Blake Masters, candidate for Senate, uh, laying out just a little bit of what he says of the priorities of going into that office if he is to win that race. We'll talk with more of the candidates. We have invited Senator Kelly on as well. Hopefully we'll be setting that up very soon. We just want to inform voters here in Arizona. So we're going to give you access to these interviews, ktar.com slash Arizona votes. And we just want to make sure that you vote your conscience, but you also are an informed voter. Coming up in a moment, we go back to the Inflation Reduction Act, some new information on what this is. We just were talking a little bit about that. But some of what's in it and the fallout from having all of these IRS agents being added to, uh, to the size of the IRS, it's all coming up here in just a couple of moments. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. Hey, thanks for being here. A couple of things you need to know. Uh, sweeping climate health care bill. These are just different lists of what's in this bill. The Inflation Reduction Act of 2022 passed along party lines, has provisions in it for uh, the uh, corporate stock repurchases. The main revenue raiser stem from new levies on wealthy businesses, including a 1% excise tax on corporate stock repurchases. That is poised to take effect next year. Uh, They estimate the new tax will raise $74 billion over the next decade in hopes to slow companies' tendency to buy back their own stock from investors with taxes. But the problem with this is they uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says, I hate stock buybacks. I think they are one of the most self-serving things that corporate America does. So, um, But it also is going to affect people with a retirement account. And this is where I, I, my basic instinct with, with this stuff is different than other people's. Maybe you agree with me. Maybe you don't. But this is why I believe that a smaller government is a better idea. Um, they are trying – they are piecemealing things, and they've been doing this for decades. Go and try to figure out the tax code. I've done this – I've talked about this so many times. When you go to pay your taxes, do you do your taxes yourself? I used to use – when I was very young, when I was just you know started in my work world um, – I use the 1040 easy form. It's one sheet of paper. This is how much money I made this year. This is how much money you guys kept for me in taxes. This is my taxable income. This is what I was supposed to pay. This is how much you owe me back or how much I owe you. That's the 1040 easy. Why are we not doing that in most cases, especially with personal taxes? I'm going to pay somebody and get in line to have my taxes done because to take advantage of this or to take advantage of that, can you deduct this? You can deduct 50% of that only on Thursday. And, you know, all those things are just just strange. This tax code has been piecemealed together all in the interest of fairness for decades. And what you have now is a huge chunk of the American people that pay no federal income tax whatsoever. And then you have the super rich corporations that are able to whittle their taxes effectively down to zero because they have the accountants and the lawyers to do it. And I will say what I always say. In the end, it's the middle class that gets hammered. You know, the family that's trying to figure it out themselves by going to an online website and doing their taxes and get deductions and pay as little as they can and still pay their fair share and they get squeezed all the time. So when you start seeing this, we're going to fix this. We're going to fix this in the tax code. We've now put a tax on this and a 15% tax on that and a 1% tax on this because we're going to make it fair. 
why don't you just do something that's fair? Why not scrap the entire thing and base it solely on income, period? Whatever you made this year, this is how much money you make. For most of us that are W-2 employees, how much did you make this year? There's the number. Well, they held this much out in taxes. Okay. Now, you either owe a little bit or you get some back based on that, period. All of these different deductions and what you can do, and you can write off mileage, but you got to keep a logbook, and you can write off entertainment and meals, and if you're in certain industries, you can write off clothing, and you can do this, and and it, it has gotten so convoluted, all in the interest of trying to be fair, and it's never fair. It is absolutely never fair, and I, I don't, uh, I just don't understand um, why we keep doing it this way. The climate bill will lead to Americans spending more on health care, not less. This is the Congressional Budget Office. The Congressional Budget Office is saying that this plan is actually going to cost the average American more money for health care. What was the purpose of this? It is the climate change stuff. Um, it is all of that. The huge expansion of the IRS is what I continue to hear from every business owner I know. They are now fearful. They are fearful with 87,000 more. They're going to be they are already saying that there will be a million more audits that happen. And to what end? The United States Treasury, as we sit here before any of this is implemented, the United States Treasury brings in record revenue every month. They are taking in more money from the American taxpayer than they ever have ever at a time when recession is on its way, prices are up 8.5%. We're still near a 40-year high in inflation. All of this is true. And yet we have a segment of our population that as long as you tie it to the rich and you tell them only rich people are going to pay this, they are on board. And I would also say to the people out there that have been voting this way and that believe that you're being helped, how has your life improved? How has punishing somebody that's rich by taking more of their money and putting it into the black hole wastefulness of the federal government, how has it ever improved your life? And the answer is it probably hasn't. And as long as you and I are willing to buy into the class warfare argument in Washington, D.C., we will never join hands and criticize them together. If it's about results, you're not getting any. That's the issue here. It's not about like or dislike. It's not about agree or disagree. It is about results. You know, the Arizona Cardinals years ago went to the Super Bowl. That coach got fired a couple of years later. But it's like, oh my gosh, I took you to a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Well, that was a couple of years ago. What have you done for me lately? It is a league born of success. Superstars come and go. Superstars retire early. Superstars are traded. Superstars are replaced because that league demands one thing, success. Sometimes that seems brutal. But you can't argue with the success of the league. And unless you and I say, you know what, I really like that guy or I really like her. But she ain't doing the job. And instead of us having that kind of a critical eye together toward the government as a whole, we pick political sides and then we throw stones at each other instead of throwing stones at them when they deserve it. And the older I get, the more I believe that.
Coming up in a moment, we're going to talk about the border. Why would the mayor of New York City send a busload of New Yorkers to Texas? I'll tell you why in just a moment. and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. Hey, thanks for being here. I always appreciate you spending some time with us. Um, Eric Adams, who is the mayor of New York City, is having an ongoing battle with the governor of Texas because the governor of Texas decided, along with the governor of Arizona, that we were going to take people and ask them, "Do where do you want to go? Which is what everybody gets asked when they come here, by the way. Federal government's doing the same thing. And they are busing and flying people all over the country. And in this case, the state of Arizona said, listen, Washington, D.C., you guys want to go to D.C.? Get on the bus and you can go. And the governor of um, I'm sorry, the mayor of D.C. and the mayor of New York City complained about it. Uh, Governor Abbott still sends busloads of people. Another busload arrived yesterday. And I want you to hear some comments. So this is the response, part of the response from Mayor Adams, what he said now he might do. I already called all of my friends in uh, Texas and told them how to cast their vote. And uh, I am deeply contemplating taking a busload of New Yorkers uh, to go to Texas and do some good old fashioned door knocking uh, because we we have to for the good of America, we have to get them out of office. Um, I, I have a feeling, I don't know this for sure, but I have a feeling that um, Mayor Adams doesn't know a lot of people in Texas. So uh, let me get this straight. You think a busload of people from New York, I don't care what political party they're from, you believe that a busload of people from New York are going to go to Texas and tell Texans how to vote. You think that's going to happen? You've obviously never argued with anybody from Texas. You've obviously never done that. So that's the solution. You're going to go. You know what kind of a fight you're going to start? If somebody with a New York accent knocks on someone's door in Texas and tells them how to vote, do you have any idea what kind of laughter will ensue? It's like, well, wait a minute. Well, first of all, you're from New York and you came to Texas to tell me how to vote. This could be the bluest house on the block. This could be somebody that is a move. They could be wearing a moveon.org T-shirt with a picture of their uh, transgender uh, partner on the wall that would listen to you and say, I'm from Texas. You came to Texas to tell me how to vote. I really hope he does it. And I hope they take cameras. I would do that on pay-per-view to see how that went over. So here's another thing. Adams is talking about these long bus rides. This is the um, whether it's I think it's partly ignorance. I think it's ignorance of the of the situation, but the complete 
out-of-touch nature of what he says here. America, there's a reason the Statue of Liberty is there. And all of us, uh, we all came from somewhere. Uh, And for him to have people who just went through a devastating moment, crossing the border, coming to this land of the free, home of the brave, and then place them on buses, even if they wanted to go to a different location, force them on a bus and ship them to New York uh, to a 45-hour drive, few stops, uh, under these inhumane conditions, uh, I don't think he's accomplishing anything more than exposing uh, the type of individual that he is. And so there's there's nothing successful about treating people with this lack of dignity. Um, didn't 60-something people just die in the back of a truck recently coming into the country illegally that they were put into that truck by um, cartels? Do you have any idea what the death rate is at crossing our border with the cartels? Do you know that the expectation of every female that is brought into this country illegally, the expectation, and I'm not saying it happens 100% of the time, but the expectation 100% of the time is that they will be sexually assaulted at least once, that they will be raped at least once on the journey. One of the things that women carry is the morning after pill, and they're all told to. Because they believe that they will be sexually assaulted on the journey here. So here you have the mayor of New York criticizing a bus ride to New York, whether you agree with it or not. But his criticism, they are vocal in their criticism of the governor of Texas for putting people on a bus and busing them to New York. And none of them, none of them have been vocal about our president letting this happen, which he's doing the same thing, by the way. The federal government has been putting people on buses or airplanes and shipping them all over the country for years. This has been going on. But now it's happening to you. They never complained when the plane loads of people were landing in New York from the southern border that were federally rented, chartered, owned. And there's not one ounce of criticism. No one is standing up and talking about the million fentanyl pills that have been confiscated recently coming across the border in Nogales. Nobody is talking about the people that are dying every single day in the desert because they don't keep up with the people they're marching with or walking with through the desert. They fall behind and they die because they're not going to wait for them. They get put in the backs of trucks. They're forced into slavery. Not one complaint. Not one complaint. And now Eric Adams is indignant indignant about inhumane treatment. This is, and I mean this sincerely, this is a statement born of ignorance. Eric Adams should get on a plane and set up an appointment, come to, go to Texas, go to McAllen, Texas, go to Rio Rico, go, go to some of, uh, you know, the places in Arizona and Texas, go to those places. And see what's happening. It's it's an impossible situation. Um, We all need a reason to laugh once in a while. And I'm going to give you two. Um, And it is uh, our old friend, the gift that keeps on giving, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. And if you have not heard her recent comments about China, 
You need to. One is so funny, you're going to be embarrassed for her. And the other is going to make you wonder which planet she lives on. You're going to hear them next. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show. KTAR News, 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. Appreciate you spending some time with us. School is back in session. If you know a teacher that is deserving of a $2,500 boost, we have our pay tribute to a teacher program going on right now. You can nominate a great teacher by texting the word teacher to 411923. That's teacher to 411923. Someone's going to get that $2,500. It's presented by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right. A little pause. I don't know. I can't, I, I, I can't tell... If what you're about to hear makes me laugh because it's so ridiculous, makes me angry because this person is second in line to be president of the United States if something were to happen to the president and the vice president, or if it makes me sad that she has been running part of this country for years, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, is talking about Taiwan and threats towards Taiwan. And um, I want you to hear a little bit of what she says. For days, China has fired missiles into the sea while hundreds of their warplanes buzz around the island. Taiwan forces report Chinese jets crossing over the median line in the Taiwan Strait, the unofficial border with the mainland, threatening to disrupt air travel and a shipping route critical for global trade. All right. So that's the setup. Nancy Pelosi on NBC News now talking about the China is what? We still support the one China policy. We go there to acknowledge the status quo is what our policy is. There is nothing disruptive about that. It was only about saying China is one of the freest societies in the world. Don't take it from me. That's from Freedom House. Let's it's talk a strong a little democracy, bit. Yeah. courageous people, and, and it's it just, I don't know why it is, uh, except there's some commercial interest who would like to diminish uh, the relationship. Did the Speaker of the House just say that China is one of the freest societies in the world? Is that what she just said? Well, again, I want to give her credit where credit's due because she knows China better than I do because she has a deep connection with China that goes all the way back to her childhood. When I was a little girl, I was told at the beach if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a connection there. (laughs) I told you it was going to make you laugh and angry at the same time. Nancy Pelosi, Speaker Pelosi, has a deep connection to the people of China because when she would go to the beach as a child, her parents told her that if you dig a hole deep enough, you can get to China. That is the Speaker of the House, the most powerful person really in the United States Congress. She dictates everything that happens in the House of Representatives and every spending bill originates in the House of Representatives. For those of you that don't remember your civics from high school, she holds the purse strings to the United States of America. 
And she just said, I have a deep connection because when I was a little girl, I was told if I dig a hole deep enough. And and then she makes the statement that China is a free society. The reason why it's not funny, though, is when you speak to people that were born in China that have made their way to America and become American citizens, when they start talking about what the Chinese people endure at the hands of their government, whether it's religious oppression or it's the limited number of children you're allowed to have, what they've done to children – you know they've 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 killed their daughters because they wanted sons and it's it is one of the most horrific ways to live and i'll say this again how many people from china want to come and be americans versus how many americans would want to go and be chinese when you look at the disparity the fact that she uttered those words you almost just have to laugh in her face it is so sad but it is so I, – I mean absolutely – I want you to hear it again, how free China is. We still support the one China policy. We go there to acknowledge the status quo is what our policy is. There is nothing disruptive about that. It was only about saying China is one of the freest societies in the world. Don't take it from me. That's from Freedom House. Let's it's talk a, strong a little democracy, bit. Yeah. Courageous people. And, and it's it just, I don't know why it is, uh, except there's some commercial interest who would like to diminish uh, the relationship. Do you remember when Saturday Night Live did a skit? Where um, and and she did such a good job of impersonating uh, Sarah Palin that she said, I can see Russia from my house. And people actually attribute that quote from a Saturday Night Live skit to Sarah Palin. And the whole thing was making Sarah Palin out to be kind of this ditzy woman. Nancy Pelosi said she thought she could dig to China. That's her connection to China. She's second in line. Coming up just after 10 o'clock, the FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago. We'll talk more about it.